With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, confession time. I have a man crush on a young guy in the NBA by the name of Victor Wembanyama. And any of you with even a passing interest in the NBA would know who I'm talking about. The French phenom, the number one draft pick at San Antonio, who had, well, I think he had murals and restaurant dishes named after him before he'd even stepped on the floor for an NBA game. And he's churned out a ridiculous set of numbers against the Toronto Raptors. In fact, Wemby, as he's known locally, became the first player since the great Hakeem Olajuwon in 1996 to finish with at least 20 points, 10 rebounds and 10 blocks and five assists in a game. The total numbers read, by the way, 27 points, 14 rebounds and 10 blocks as San Antonio beat the Toronto Raptors. Now let's head over to the US where we find Spurs reporter Tom Petrini. Tom, welcome to SEN. Thank you so much for having me, guys. And I, I got to say, if you have a crush on Victor Wembanyama, that's fine. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to make any judgments about that, but it's not a man crush. It's very explicitly not a man crush because I don't believe that, like, he's a human man. Like, that's an alien. <laughs> what you have is an alien crush. And, and I think that's a good way to talk about Victor Wembanyama because that is the allure right there, is seeing something that you've never seen before. You have summed that up as well as anyone because, Tom, that's exactly what drew me towards him in the first place. Obviously, I was aware of all the publicity, but at 224 centimetres, the man moves. Uh, he just should not be able to do what he sh- he's blocking 10 shots a game, but he's shooting threes in games, and he's got a wingspan the size of a 747. It's, it's insane. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. And, I mean, the, the blocks last night, this was his career high for blocks, um, but not because he hasn't been that good to get 10 blocks. It's because usually after five or six, guys just stop going in there. It's uh, we, We've been trying to figure out things to call it. Uh, a nope is a pretty good because a guy just drives in and he doesn't even have to see Victor Wembanyama there at the rim. He just has to know that he's there. It's like in a horror movie, you know, when like – like sometimes the most tense parts are when you can't see monster, but you, you know, it's going to pop up any second. And that was the 10th block. Brady Dick went in confident against the guy who had nine. Uh, and then it was like, as he was attempting the finger roll layup, he was like, wait, what am I doing? And that resulted in an air ball on a shot from two feet away. So he got the ball back and then tried again. And it just got stuffed right back in his face. And it was, uh, you know, He's got that defensive ability, but then also offense. It's not just that he's shooting threes. It's sidestep, step back, off dribble, off motion. 
You know what the problem everybody has with Kevin Durant? They watch him play. They're like, wow, it's crazy that he moves like that at 6'11", but it's just a little too short, you know? What if he was what if he was six inches taller or so? It's, a, it's amazing, isn't it? He's a, he's a freakish athletic gif. It's, a, it's almost going to be unfair as he, as he grows into his body more. And it, a great quote from him afterwards, just further to what you're saying, uh, Tom, on the block shots. He said, it's getting harder to block shots. I had to make an extra effort because less and less people go at me. Intimidation, I can see it happening. So can I just quickly ask you, obviously in his rookie season, and, and Spurs having a relatively miserable season too at 11 and 43 so far, but... Is he any chance at all? Is he in the reckoning for Defensive Player of the Year, can I ask? Uh, I think he's going to be on a lot of people's shortlists. I don't think he's going to win it, given the uh, winning or lack thereof from San Antonio in general this year, which you know they were young and bad enough to get a uh, highest possible chance of drafting Victor Wembanyama. So uh, he hasn't had the immediate impact on winning uh, for a team that uh, oldest guy on this team is 28 years old. I'm 28 years old. It's a weird, it's weird knowing that everybody on that team is basically younger than me. Uh, there was a great story in the local paper the other day uh, from a, a columnist, Mike Finger, talking to one of those veterans, and it was like, you know, a lot of Shirley Temples being ordered. Um, but so, so they haven't won many games. But the defensive impact that he has just in terms of deterring shots, blocking shots. He's leading the league in blocks. And something that I researched a while ago was the guy who was next highest is Brooke Lopez. And Brooke Lopez contests about 10 more shots a game. And it's not because he's more involved. It's because people are more willing to test him. Because Wemby has an eight-foot wingspan. I don't know what that is in centimeters, but it's huge. Uh, And so... Uh, and it's not just defending the rim. He can defend in space. Um, he's he's already one of the best and most impactful defensive players in the NBA. I don't think that translates to the award this year, though, especially with the season that Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves are having. So, Tom, I mentioned the hype for Victor when he came in, obviously, and uh, the anticipation around his debut was like nothing we had ever seen. What's it like now? What sort of level of, I don't know, celebrity or fame does he have in the city of San Antonio? And is he viewed as the saviour and the beacon of hope for a club that's obviously uh, doing it tough at the moment? For sure. I mean, you mentioned before he got here, uh, there were murals up. Even before the Spurs had won the right to draft him, there were murals up of people just hoping. Um, Because you have to remember that this is, A, a town with a proud recent basketball history of, you know, a couple of decades where they were perennial contenders. They won five championships. They still have the coach who was there for all of that, who has a gold medal, who has more wins in the NBA than anybody else. Um, But over the last few years, really since the departure of Kawhi Leonard, uh, this team has gotten progressively a little bit worse every year, somewhat by design. Um, hoping to find that savior in the draft. And uh, there are a lot of reasons why Victor Weminyama is considered to be the best prospect since LeBron James, pretty much by most talent evaluators. Um, but in terms of his, his level of celebrity, you have to understand that, like, in addition to being larger than life figuratively, he's literally, like, 
you know, hitting his head on, on door frames and stuff. You can't, you can't hide a guy who's seven foot three or taller. And uh, San Antonio is kind of famous for being a city where these guys, in addition to being huge stars, because it's the only professional sports team in town. So these guys are huge stars. But San Antonio is also that, you know, American Southern hospitality, you know, people just sort of let you do your thing. You'll see these guys at the grocery store. Um, but one thing that I haven't heard reported is Victor Weminyama spotted at the local HEB, except for the, the cardboard cutouts that they have of him next to a bunch of pints of ice cream. Um, but he is the kind, he's a, he's a low profile guy. You might remember in, in summer league, there was, there was all that drama with Britney Spears and, and all the, you know, the, the draft, all of the media that comes with that. He's, he's a mega star and he's comfortable with it, but he wants to be on the court. He wants to be working. Uh, he's, he's in bed reportedly at like 9 PM and the coaching staff has been instructed. Like the whole staff has been instructed not to bother him. Cause that's when he does his reading and, you know, winds down for the night. Uh, and every time he talks, he's like a French, he's like a philosopher, you know, <laughs> uh, it's always very heavy what he says. Uh, so, so you don't see him around. And I, I think, it would be complicated for him if you did see him around because it would be uh, as, as comfortable as San Antonians are letting these guys have their space as different as it is, as say, you know, New York city or LA or something like that. Um, I don't think Victor Wembanyama could go anywhere uh, in America or, or the basketball speaking world really. And, and not be noticed. Yeah. Yeah. I... And even if you don't know who he is, it's like, Who's that guy? Because you see him and, you're, and he's, he towers over everybody. That's exactly what I was going to say. Even if he wasn't a, a sports star like he is, you'd be ogling at him, just given the the, the physical dimensions of the man. So you mentioned or you alluded to the, the coach Greg Popovich earlier. So he played 29 minutes, Victor, against the Raptors. And I think he's averaging 28 minutes per game. So they've been really conservative, haven't they? I, they? They have, but it hasn't been without merit. Um, in, in the, the month of January, really, uh, he was on a minutes restriction for most of it, uh, because he had twisted the same ankle a few times within a span of a week. And I, obviously a guy that size, there are concerns about his frame, his durability concerns, which by the way, uh, one of those ankle sprains, it was, it was like the wrong way. It was, it was perpendicular to the floor and he just sort of bounced right up because he puts so much work into training his body to be flexible, to be resilient to exactly those types of injuries. But still, obviously the Spurs aren't going to win a title this year. Uh, and they want Victor Weminyama, who's playing an 82 game season for the first time in his life. Uh, he's young, he's thin, he, he's doing well with the physicality of the league, but the team is definitely working to, uh, limit his exposure. He wasn't playing in back-to-backs. It's very regimented. And, um, and there have been moments here and there where, like, like, there was a moment where Victor checked himself into a game. He was, he was like, this one's close. I feel fine. I'm going in there. Um, and, you know, that was kind of a, like, ooh, how's Pop going to react to that? Because really nobody who has been here uh, since Tim Duncan left ha- would have that sort of, ability to to say you know what greg popovich actually i'm going in the game now 
and uh and some people made it a bigger thing than it was but basically pop was like i want him to want to be out there you know i i love that competitiveness so he's been playing more and by the way in that minutes limited january he scored 20 points in every single game except the one where he played 20 minutes and had a triple double so you know he's uh he's been incredibly productive especially in 2024 in a way that has sort of separated him from Chet Holmgren in the rookie of the year race where earlier in the season, you know, Chet with his efficiency, with the way that the thunder were winning uh, was making a really great case for himself. And he's having a great year still, but Victor being the guy on his team, putting up some of these numbers and just the way he does it, it's, it's a spectacle. It's, it's a, it's a really wonderful thing to watch. So yeah, I, I think a good case for rookie of the year for him. Tom, it's been a pleasure to catch up. It does boggle the mind over what Victor Wembanyama could become given the athletic gifts the man's been given. I'm just so fascinated by the journey. So thanks a lot for joining us, mate. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you.